Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Seventeen, let's go. For the great day of their wrath has come. One who is able to stand. Then he said, after this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth. This is one big mystery. They told you in school that the earth is, is spherical. It's not spherical. The Bible says it has corners. What are the corners for? The air you are breathing. There are four angels holding it and releasing it into the earth. Look at it. <laughs> After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth. And they were restraining the four winds so that no wind will blow on the land or on the sea or on any tree. So, so the earth is not round like you see, you think. It's only Jesus or the Holy Spirit that can show us the exact. Don't believe, don't believe too much the signs. That's how come we don't believe God. They were the first people that, they were the same people that told you about the number of planets. And they told you they are about nine. And you, in the exam, you wrote eight. And they lashed you and gave you wrong. After some time, they said it was eight. Because one of them is not a planet. Then now they say, hey, we are lying, oh. We have seen more. Now it's 54. Now they have, see, man does not create. Man discovers. Man will only discover what it is. So don't put your trust in a man that can only discover. You know, I was listening to Bishop um, uh, Prophet Kusi Boatin. You know, they, they are trying to they said cathedral, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he was preaching and he was talking about something. He said, look, whilst you were in school, in the university, learning all the, you know, grammar and all the knowledge, I was on my knees going to my university. And he said, today, I speak to presidents all over the world. I meet influential people and I advise them and counsel them. And he said, my university is not the thought or the knowledge of men. My university is the wisdom and the thought of God Almighty. So now my wisdom has become so attractive that men of high caliber invite me to hear my wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some of you, it, it doesn't matter which school you go to. You will never go anywhere that ministry can take you there. Yes, sir. 
Yeah. But there's some people that put everything the doctor says. The doctor has to use seven years. To do a try and error on your body to find out which medicine can happen. But when you attend the medical school of the spirit, all you have to do is it's gone. No x-ray. No lab. No try. You're lucky. <laughs> eh? The choice is yours. What do you, the nurses are looking at me some way. What do you believe? One day, one day, say, Daddy, the way you talk about it, you remember you might go. So, no, no, no. Angie, Do you know you can be pregnant today and give birth tomorrow? Do you know you can be pregnant today and tomorrow by the time you are about to go to the hospital, the angels of God will take delivery of the baby? You believe? Yeah. But don't be a fool. If you can't draw a faith like that, go to the hospital. There's a thin line between faith and foolishness. As you are doing faith, faith is quick. Go. Don't say that you are saying faith, faith, faith. Yeah. You say the Hebrew woman, hospital. I'm saying it for everybody to hear. I am not anti-hospital and anti-doctor. Go. Even if they have to cut you because of your lack of faith. Go, let them cut you. It's better for them to cut you than to die foolishly and leave an innocent baby an orphan. Go. Oh, the four wings. I, when I was young, my father used to pray. When he's praying, I never had never seen this scripture. But when he's praying, he said, and I command the angels of the and the four corners of the world. My mother said, Who did they be four corners of the world? As I see we call a boom. And then Papa said, Now who can Bible? Who can Bible? Hey, oh, Bible. <laughs> huh. The Bible just showed you something. The earth is not spherical as you see it. This is what their minds could capture. But there is an original creator of this one. His manual is what you are holding. You think there's one sun. But the Bible says that all the planets have their sun. Meanwhile, so if now they have seen 54 planets, it means there are 54 suns. One for each planet. But they showed you one. This is all you know. And you don't blame them. This is, uh, this is what God wants them to see. That is why by now you should be praying a lot, fasting, enjoying the Holy Ghost so that you can be having some encounters. So that as you are being taken through your roof and you are going, you are going, you can tell the cosmic. You can see the Milky Way. You can see a star and the star will dodge you and say, Son of God, bye-bye. You know? Until you enter into the third heavens. And you enter into the first gate. Huh? And as you enter, the angels are welcome home. Then you tell them, I'll enter his gate. With thanksgiving in my mouth. Then the other angels are saying, Oh, you can even enter his courts with your praise. Can you see that? I want you to be heavenly minded and heavenly conscious. It's nice and sweet. 
After this, I saw, okay, uh -huh, I saw the four angels ascending. No, no, let me, I didn't finish reading that. Corners of the earth, and they were restraining the four winds so that no wind will blow on the land. Look at it, on the land, on the sea, and on the tree. I don't have time to talk about this three. Maybe tomorrow. Go on. Then I saw another angel. So already we have four angels standing by the corners, right? So there's another angel ascending from the east who had the seal of the living God. Where is he coming from? The visitation of God. You see, the, the earthquake you saw is not literal earthquake. It is the coming of God. The Bible says that and the mountains quake and they fall flat at his coming, at his presence. So when God comes, creation reacts like that. So it speaks, the earthquake speaks of the coming of Christ or God. Now here, the east, I told you, God sits in the place of north. But when he comes, he comes to the place of east. That is why as you saw the east, he said, he said that there's, there's a seal of God that is coming. What is the use of the seal of God? I told you, the seal of God here is the mind and the wisdom of Christ that the angel was bringing to them. Why? The Holy Ghost had gone. The Holy Ghost, did, the angel did not bring you the seal you have. Didn't the Bible say that the Holy Ghost is the engagement ring? Yeah. But to those who will be here, angels must bring the seal. Can you see that? He shouted out with a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to damage the earth, the sea, uh -huh, saying, do not damage the earth, the sea, or the trees until we have marked the loving servant of our God with what? I told you, the 666 is not literally like a sign. Okay? It is the mind and the wisdom of the devil implanted in them. Because this is how they are going to do it. It's going to be naturally implanted in your body. Sorry, in their body. And one, it's, you see, everybody has a unique DNA. You do what you do because of the uniqueness of your DNA. Now, what they want to do is that they want to erase your DNA and change alter you. That is not how God made you. So that 66 the chip that looks like rice it has a lot of whatever anti whatever that will fight and break your DNA. Do you remember my teaching on spiritual DNA? Exactly. So when it enters into you it begins to fight and alter mutate mutation. It will mutate your DNA. Now the way you think, you can't think any longer like that. You think the way you think because of your DNA. Can you see that? It's not spiritual. Though. So they can they've, they've programmed in such a way that you can't go to church. It's not like you don't want to go. Like you've been programmed not to. You lose desire. Yeah. It's going to be massive. Massive. But for the other servants of God on the earth who shall receive Jesus, they have to be sealed. Just like in Egypt, they had to mark their doorposts with the blood so that we can know those who are of God and those who are not. 
In the same way, if the angels don't come and put the seal on them, today, the reason why Satan cannot kill you or he cannot mess up with your life is because you have already been sealed with the Holy Ghost. So when God is choosing his people, he is coming for those who have been sealed. But for them, who will not receive Jesus, but will receive Jesus later, they will believe all right, they will be saved, but they will have to be sealed. Otherwise, the angels don't care. Their assignment is to release the air on the sea, on the land and on the trees. And there's going to be death everywhere. Remember, peace has been taken off. And I discovered the number of those who were sealed. It was 144,000 sealed out of every tribe of Israel's people. This verse has caused commotion in this world. Some people say they won't go to church. Why should I go to church? Because 144, no. You're fat, Dada. <laughs> no, at the point I was, I was, I was afraid. Because I was thinking about it, 144,000. Then I want Israel come here say. You know, but he's not talking about it's, it's a symbol. If you want to understand it, the Greek will break it down into 12 times 12 times 1,000. And when you see 12 times 12 times 1,000, it tells you about the fullness of government and authority. And he's not talking about just a few people for 144,000. What he's trying to say is that in that day, all the children of God, all those who, that, who will be saved, they will enter into the fullness of government where they begin to speak with boldness and authority and begin to win souls at the expense of their life and they don't care. Because they shall be sealed. They have the mind of Christ. They think that death is nothing unto them. They, they now see death as benefit. You know, if you don't understand, that's why you must come for the school of the word. So that I will teach you how you can see the word of God in numbers, in, in symbols, in tokens. Otherwise, you see 144,000 and he even made it clear to you. He said the, the tribe of Israel people. He means that we, we are not part. Your grandfather is from Israel. You know, but it's not like that. He's not talking about a number. He's giving you an idea of the, of the government. You see, because we are about to enter into the millennial thousand reign. You remember? So it's 12 times, 12 times, thousand. 12 times, 12 times, thousand. Say 12 times, thousand, yeah, 12,000. And at 12,000 times 12, yeah, 144,000. Uh -huh. But he's not talking about numbers. In actual sense, it also means government in a day. Because thousand is also a day, you see. So it's actually 12 times 12 times 1. So you can turn it around biblically with the lens of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. So he's not really talking about numbers. He's talking about the people of God that shall enter into the government. Their authority, their power. And they shall say, hey, you must receive Jesus. And the, and the, and the military will become, because in those times, military will be empowered. Military will be empowered. And they are coming with a gun. They say, you shoot us, Jesus is our king. So bold. Yeah, if you want to enjoy that one, that level, stay. Me, I'm there, I'm in heaven, I'm packing. I'm packing chairs. <laughs> you know what I told the Lord during that? I said the Lord, I told the Lord actually, if the great tribulation will be too much, eh, take me. Take me, take me. I, I want to dodge it. 
It's not going to be fun. It's not tribulation. It's called great. Great tribulation. All right, let's go. Now, he began to name the 12. Now, I will say something here and I move on, okay? Do you know the 12 sons of Jacob? Who is first? Reuben. Hey, who is first? Jesus. Those of you here. Do you know the 12 sons of Jacob? Who is first? Samuel. Henry. Ato. I'm a Niampo. Who is first? Those of you here. Reuben. Now, I just want to show you something here. But when you see the 12 sons arranged here, who is first? Judah is first, not Reuben. Is Reuben, Simon, Lev, uh, Judah, Gad, Naphtali? Reuben, Simon, Levi, Judah. Da. You didn't go to Sunday school, I know. You didn't go. <laughs> now, two people, listen, the reason why you must not joke with spiritual things, eh? all these things that we are doing, it's not for joke. When it came to the rewarding, Reuben was not part. Dan was not there. He was replaced with Manasseh. Look at it. Judah, 12,000 were sealed from the tribe of Reuben. But Judah was first. Can you see that? Meanwhile, Reuben was the firstborn. You know why? Because he slept with his father's wife. He lost that thing. And then, Jesus, Judah became the head of the tribe of Israel. Because it was through him that Jesus came. Jesus is from the tribe of Judah. Judah means praise. Jesus came out of praise. David, also from the tribe of Judah. It is from them they make kings. All the little, little mistakes you do, when we say stop, stop them. One day there will be a scar on you. If Reuben had listened, ego and disrespect will not push him to go and sleep with his father's wife. Yes, he enjoyed and had feelings. But it cost him his first right. So in heaven, he's not the first. In the word of God, he's not first. Can you see that? When he got to Daniel, he also messed up. Dan. So he said his teeth is like milk. Don't joke with spiritual things. Don't joke. There's one thing you can do today. It will affect generations. And because it will affect generations, you must account for them. Mm. Don't use grace for foolishness. Don't. That is why the Bible keeps telling us, stop this. Don't do this. Don't do that. It will be a scar on you. Let us listen to the word of God. Because he knows where he wants to place us. For all you know, you, you will be a commander in heaven. In an area. In the new Jerusalem. Or in the new earth. With a rank. But you see, there are certain things you do here on earth. 
that doesn't allow you to get into the fullness of your regalia and function like that. And so God will just put that grace on another man to run the show. So you are running the show. You will get some reward. But this is what you should have done. But you limited yourself by your actions. Are you listening? See, there are things that unbelievers will do. God can just look past. But there are some things we can do. And he won't look past it. It's not like he's going to judge you like he will judge the world. But he can put you here and pick another one. You don't delay him. You are too small to delay his agenda. You are too small to delay his agenda. So he's always guiding us. Go this way. Stop. Don't do this. Move here. Calm down. Do this. Do that. He's leading you. He's leading you. And especially in these times where the end is coming too quickly. Listen, what God wants you to do, you have no idea. Sleep around it and see. You will see the dream you had. The vision in your heart. Somebody will be doing it. But when you start again, yours won't work again. I'm telling you. When I saw this, I was like, God, Judah, uh, Reuben, Reuben, Reuben. Do you know who Manasseh is? Manasseh is their nephew. Manasseh is that. So how come the Bible is, is arranging them and he brings their nephew instead of the main son? He said 12,000 were sealed from God. Uh-huh, go on quickly. 12,000 were sealed from Asher. 12,000 were sealed from Naphtali. Then here, I was expecting Dan. But I see Manasseh. I see Manasseh. All right, let's go on. Simeon, Levi, Aisha. You see, you don't see Dan. Because in Genesis chapter 49 or 39, verse 2, when his father was blessing them, he was very specific with the blessings. They think he didn't know. You see, your father, your spiritual father doesn't need to be around what you are doing. When it is time for him to release blessings, he is not releasing blessing because of his mind. He is releasing his blessing because there is a spirit that knows all things. If God knows that you will delay the agenda, you will now receive or manifest a blessing that will delay things. He will use somebody else to handle that. May you walk in your purpose as you follow God's word. Are you with me? Don't miss it. Don't let your flesh and your soul cause you to miss heavily ranking. Because when we go to heaven and you have a rank, that's when you will know that leadership is amazing. He said, on the, on his, on, on the, uh, and his government shall be on his shoulders. You are always sleeping. Always sleeping. Do you think God would entrust something that, that demands a lot of time and effort to be able to get it and go and give to people? He won't trust you with that one. He will entrust somebody who can bend the light, the night, and say, look, you handle this for me. I learned what I'm doing from a man, a man of God called Dr. George. 
when God is wants to talk about a particular topic that nobody wants to share about, he is one of the few that Jesus himself will appear in his room and say, study about glory and teach about. He will use like one month studying about glory. And he will read his Bible 24 hours. Non-stop. Non-stop. He is the only man of God, Prophet Achim Manasseh and the wife, had to drive from their house to uh, Ofanko to go and sit and understand how this young man, young boy, understands the word of God and studies the word of God. Give him any topic in the scripture and he brings heaven down for you. He's a silent apostle. Silent apostle. No books, no posters, no Facebook, nothing. Silent apostle. These are people that God raised. And tomorrow you call him and he's in Japan. He's going to teach them about the man child. You see, there are certain topics in the Bible you don't even know about. The Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 9 verse, uh, 19 verse 11, he says, and he saw God, okay, the woman pregnant, and, uh, you know, to fast forward, and he gave birth to a son that was holding the man child, that was holding a staff, a metallic staff. And Dr. George will take this one, and he will let you see Jesus in every part of it. And as he's teaching, people are weeping. People are on the floor. You should hear him teach. They don't shout like I shout. Listen. Listen to every feedback. It could be the voice of the Holy Ghost telling you. There are some people, all they can do is pray. Pray, 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 pray. And those guys are greatest. The prophets you see, hey, your name is this, blah, blah, blah. They don't, there are certain realms they don't get there. It takes certain levels of, some of you, your, your parents, your parents are not saved. But they go to church alright. You cannot come, because you see them. How can you, how can you ask your father, are you saved? You need several, certain level of discipline in prayer to be able to break whatever is holding them from being saved. And listen, you don't pray for them. When we go to heaven, it will be one of the, way, one of the reasons why you weep before they will clean your eyes. Because you will ask of them. And they will tell you, they did not make it here. They are in hell. And if they are in hell, they will keep mentioning your name. That you knew the truth, you never told them. Until you build something inside of you, you can never release it. You can have the microphone and sing whatever, but you are not releasing anything. It's not about them opening of mouth and, you, and, and bringing out some notes. No, no, no. It's about some spirit. Spirit inside of you. You can hold the mic and do Ayapa. All we hear is Ayapa. But there's no spirit. It's blocked. You can sound the mic and preach like I'm preaching and nothing comes out. Whether preaching, instrument, whatever, they depend on their skill. We can go for voice training. We can go for musical class and everything, but we don't go for the class of the Holy Ghost. We don't go for the class of the Holy Ghost. Where you can spend an hour, Spirit of God. You're here. I recognize you. Without you, I'm nothing. Spirit of God, teach me you. Show me you. Show me the way of the Spirit. The tongue of the Spirit. The eyes of the Spirit. The ears of the Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, embrace me. Let me be lost in you. You see, you begin to acknowledge him. And as you begin to do it, you will think a whirlwind is carrying you. Then you begin to get filled with the Holy Spirit. 
how can you not hold the mic and begin to speak just for three words? Have you listened to Pastor Deboye before? His, his words, are, he doesn't shout like we do. But when you listen to the words, you can feel that the words are impregnated with spirit. When it hits you, you will see wisdom coming in. Without the Holy Ghost, you have no life. Trust me. Without the Holy Ghost. That's why he said, I do not be drinking with wine. Why? When some people, they think they have life when they drink alcohol. Because they think alcohol is everything. You are so full of the Spirit of God that when people sit by you, they begin to shake. Or they begin to feel presence, something. They can't just see, say anything. Words, the word that comes out of their mouth are words of righteousness. If, a, if an unbeliever can sit by you and just say anything, Ladies, that you meet men that will just be talking sexual things with you on phone. Your spirit has not permeated yet. Because normally when they begin to speak in that line, they get you. Get them by the Holy Ghost. You get them by the Holy Ghost. Listen, they must be shy of you. If people with bad minds can easily come to you and see you to be sexual, it's a problem. Build yourself so much in the Holy Ghost that when they see you, they see glory. They don't see a sexy girl. There are some women, eh? when you see them, it doesn't matter how much you think they are fine. There's so much respect. You, you can't even hold their hands. Because they play in the spirit. The favor, the beauty in the spirit has overwhelmed them. That no foolish guy that is being used by the devil can undress them with their eyes. You see them and you see glory. That will be said of you from today. Revelation. Are you enjoying it? After this, I looked and behold, right in front of me, I saw a vast multitude of people. An enormous multitude, so huge, that no one could count. Made of what? Victorious ones from every nation, tribe, people, group, and language. They were all in glistening white robes standing before the throne and before the lamb with palm branch in their hand in the in the bible the hebrew uh, talks about palm branch as victory so the victory that's why during easter we go for the palm victory victory and they shouted out a passionate voice Salvation belongs to our God, seated on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing in a circle round the throne with the elders and the four living creatures, and they all fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, uh -huh. singing, Amen. Praise and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving, honor and power and might belongs to our God forever and ever. Amen. Go on. Then one of the elders asked me, who are these glistening white robes? And where have they come from? Go on. And I answered, my Lord, you must know such humility. John in the spirit, even as a child of God, is talking to the, to the four, uh, elder and saying, my Lord, the day you get to know that you are a child of God and you are bigger than that elder, say, boy, you know, Oh, we shall be humble in Jesus' name. He said, they are the ones who have washed their robes 
and made them white in the blood of the lamb. All of us seated here, if we have received Jesus, we have washed our robes in the lamb's blood. So we are waiting for the glistening white robe to be given unto us. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready, get ready very soon. We shall be caught up and as we are getting in there, it is like a football team that is being given their dresses to wear. We shall be given our robes and we shall wear. But you see, the fortunate thing is that we are not going to go through the effort of wearing. It shall be put on us. I can't wait. Oh, Jesus. Alright. He said, and have emerged from the midst of great pressure and ordeal. For this reason, they are before the throne of God, ministering to him as what? They aha. Uh-huh. The sleeping, no. You can be before Christ for the first three days before you get acquainted with heaven. Say, holy, holy, holy. Then an angel will come and say, Oh, sister, you used to do this in Ajingan. I used to tell you to tell the man of God to tell you, Yeah, sorry, I know you. Do <laughs> all right okay okay so it is not it's not actually night because there won't be night there night shall be like day because jesus or god shall be the light there he never he neither dims you see yeah within his cloud-filled sanctuary and the enthroned one spreads over them his tabernacle shelter he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide Oh, Jesus. He shall spread his wings over us. And under his wings we shall trust. No more death. No more fear. No more temptation. No more pain. No more hunger. All we shall feel is the warmth and the protection of the Father. Somebody say glory. For their souls will be completely satisfied. And neither the sun nor any scorching heat will affect them. This is a glimpse of the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. For the lamb at the center of the throne continuously shepherds them unto life, guiding them to to the everlasting fountain of the water of life. The everlasting fountains 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 of the water of life. Ladies and gentlemen, we shall be guided to it and we shall drink thereof. Do you know you can still drink of it today? It's called the infilling. Infilling. Anytime you are being filled with the Holy Ghost, you have been taken to the fountain. Everlasting fountain. You see, you begin to drink the water of life. Is it not the same water? Jesus approached the Samaritan woman and said, don't you know I can give you water? And this water is the water of life. You will never quench a test again. Exactly. Exactly. And God will wipe away their eyes every last year. Now, this statement is very serious. Now, he says every last year. Do you not understand it? Which means still in heaven, there are some of us that will weep. You will weep because you never believed the things we said. So now you will enter into heaven and see that glory. And you will weep and you will say, Ah, if I had known, I would have given my all. But it is too late. This is the time to give your all. Not there. 
But you see, you are weeping because you see, you will see people in glory and you look at your glory. And you realize that if I had known, I would have even died for the Lord. In heaven, you can say that by here, sis to sis, crap on, we're breaking one. Bankuheba, Bankuheba. Oh, but at the end of the day, God will wipe away our tears. Say, God will wipe away my tears. Okay. You will see that gentleman that you used to look down on and think will never make it to heaven. He will be the one that will call you. Hey, you speak down and shock an angel. Jehangine. Then the angel say, What? <laughs> All right, 18. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. So let's finish the thing. When the lamb broke the seventh seal. Now remember, when the first seal was open, what was the first thing that was ha happened? Thunder. When the last seal of completion was open, because when the last seal is open, it means that now the scroll is now opened. When the yeah, when the seventh seal was open, there was silence. Why silence? They began to see the honors of God. His true nature. His true power. His true glory. His true... It's such that you can't speak. Your mouth cannot utter them. Because now God has taken over the show. I'll show you something here. He said, when the lamb broke the, and opened the seven seals, heaven fell silent for about half an hour. Now, this statement, half an hour, in the Greek, is a mixture. It means half and kairos. It means that time in the time of God. Like time swallowed up in the time of God. Which means that time doesn't exist again. The Greek explains it about half an hour. It's like 30 minutes, right? But that 30 minutes is swallowed up. It becomes forever. Can you see that? Yes, so it's not your time, 30 minutes. It is forever. Okay, go on. And then I saw the seven angels who stand before God. And each was given a trumpet. So this is where the church comes in. You will see yourself. Go on. Then the eighth angel with a golden incense burner came and took his place at the incense altar. He, gave, he was given a great quantity of incense to offer up. Consisting of what? The prayers of God's holy people. So you can see the church here. Because anytime God shows up, the church must show up. Upon the golden altar, that is before the throne. Go on. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the holy ones billowed up before God from the hand of the angel. Let me explain just a little for you to understand. You can see there is a mixture. There is incense and there is prayer. You know what the incense is? The incense is the sacrifice, the pain, the toil that they go through. It is like prayer. So, the angel will fetch a bit of the prayers of the saints. And a bit of their sacrifice. And he will mix it together. And he will throw to God. That's what is happening here. You will see it clearly when you read the King James Version. Okay? Yes, sir. Alright, so, we'll be, go back, go back. 
will be led up before God from the hand of the angel. So the angel is the one that is doing the mixing. It's like mortar. So he picks a bit of your, your sacrifice and will pick a bit of your prayer. Prayer without sacrifice doesn't give result. How do I know? Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. See, you don't know why you are praying every day. You are praying, kaya, pata, kaya, kata, paya. But you don't sacrifice anything. There must be a fetching of sacrifice and a fetching of prayer. Cornelius, he received a memorial in heaven. The Bible says that your prayer and your what? Your arms giving. Arms giving is a sacrifice. He said your prayers and your arms giving has become a memorial in heaven. So there are some of us, you have a mountain heap of prayer. No sacrifice. So the angel is not able to fetch your sacrifice and mix with the prayer. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, what is this, Lord? And he said unto him, thy prayers and thine arms are come up for a memorial before God. So what goes before God is not necessarily only your prayer. It must be your arms, your, your sacrifice. It gives God, you know, you cannot be praying every day, yet you don't like giving and making, giving to people. Somebody is sick. Somebody is dying. Somebody is very hungry. All you know how to do is, and somebody is dying. You can't say, oh, take and go and buy food. That is your sacrifice. Now, this, your sacrifice, will be mixed with that, your prayer, and it is thrown to God. And he inhales. So stop praying alone. Sacrifice. There are people that are hungry. You can come to church and all you see somebody with one shoe. Meanwhile, you have some five shoes. You are not wearing one. Carry one and bring to somebody. It's called sacrifice. When you do that, go back and begin to do that sacrifice will be mixed with your prayer and thrown before God. Okay? All right. Go back. Revelation. See, the word of God gives you amazing expose. Then the angel filled the golden incense burner with coals of fire from the altar. The altar is where the sacrifice is. And held it onto the earth, releasing great peals of thunder, voices, lightning, flashes, and an earthquake. One, I remember a, a year ago or two, when the Lord showed me this, he said, when an answered prayer comes to you, it comes to you like that, thunders, voices, lightning. No, nobody can stop the answered prayer. You see, when your sacrifice is mixed with your prayer and it goes before God, then it comes back onto the angel and then he releases it. Now, when it is coming to you, it comes like, like who, who, who touches thunder? <laughs> the first time when God called me into this ministry, the first place I preached, you remember? This is what I told them. I had then been shown this. Yeah. Go on, go on, six. Let's finish it. Then the seven angels prepared to sound their trumpet. Uh -huh. When the first angel sounded his trumpet, there came forth hail and fire with, mixed with blood. All these things have meaning. Oh God, do we have time? And it was hell to the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, destroying a third of the trees and all greens. You can still see the earth. You remember the stars I told you about? It could not be stars because it would have destroyed the earth already. There won't be earth to be mentioned. Go on. When the second angel sounded his trumpet, something like a huge mountain burn, burning 
with flames of fire was thrown into the sea, destroying a third of the ships. Uh -huh. A third of the sea burned into blood, destroying a third of all sea creatures. The third angel sounded his trumpet and a mega star blazing like a torch descending from heaven upon a third of the river and fountain. The name of the star is Creation is about to see the bitterness and the wrath of God. Like, the, like, the, like, the, like Noah's time. When the rains came, people still don't know that Noah depicts the judgment of God at the end of time. How it is going to come and nobody can stop it. Nobody can hide. Because in those days, the Bible says, some climb onto the mountains, but nobody can dodge it. You cannot dodge it. You cannot dodge it. If, if you, your own, you, your bitterness, look at how people can stand. How much more? Him. He said, a third of the bitterness. Now, everything you are seeing here is because God is showing up. As he's showing up, Kekeno, the sea is sea burning. Fishes are dying. Mountains are dissolving because he's gotten up. He's about to take his place. And one of the most painful time ever in the life of men is about to happen. I pray that every relative of yours and every relative of mine, whether extended or not, sometimes you are too selfish. The best time to pray is to be praying for your fathers, for your brothers, for your sisters, for your family. That if there is anyone who does not know Jesus, somewhere, somehow, let them come to the saving knowledge of Christ and be saved. That's what you should be doing. Some of you, your fathers are not saved. Your mothers are not saved. There's no time. I can show you in, in, in Hosea, in, in Zechariah, in Joel. All these things are not new. There were things that happened in their times and things they spoke about. But the flesh is too much. So we don't want to give God our all. You give God some part of you, then some there's coming a time Satan can sweep, sweep you off. That is the fear. And when you miss it and you don't make it, in Noah's time, that is what they said. They were laughing at Noah. Oh, for a long time, we have never seen any rain. They were laughing and laughing. It was impossible. You live with logic. Until one day, they felt a drop. Pa. And they realize that the word of God is powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. Even to the dividing of bone and marrow and the soul and the spirit. It's a discerner of the thoughts. The word of God is powerful. It's active. It doesn't go wrong. When God says the end will come, the end will come. The end will come. If God is releasing bitterness, can you just imagine? Go on, go on, let's finish this. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet and a third of the sun was struck and a third of the moon and a third of the stars so that a third of their light was darkened and the third was no light for a third of the day and likewise the night. Uh -huh. Then I saw and heard an eagle flying overhead crying out with a loud voice, 
Woe, woe, woe to the people of the earth. Because of the next three trumpets about to be sounded by the other three angels. Please, let's preach to people. Nobody can stand this that is coming. It will look like a story. It will look like foolishness. It will look like, Bible said that for the gospel is like foolishness unto them that are perishing. It will look like story until you miss it. Missing it, the next thing that can make you enter into heaven again is death. But remember, we read, there was a portion that said, don't kill them now. Let them be around. Meaning that they will go through that. Hmm. The eagle. You should understand that. It's the prophetic word. Uh -huh. 15. Then the fifth angel, sorry for the seven angels. And the fifth angel sounded his trumpet and I saw a star that fell from heaven to the earth. And he was so is this star. And he was handed the key to the shaft leading down to the pit of the deep. Go on. He opened the shaft of the bottomless pit and a blanket of smoke began to rise out of it like the smoke of a giant furnace. The sun and the atmosphere were darkened with the smoke rising from the shaft. And out of the smoke appeared locusts swarming onto the earth and they were given authority like that of scorpion to inflict pain. This is what we call pestilence. So in those times, before the end, 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 there will be pestilence. That will happen. Now look at these ones. They are first of all coming as locusts. You know locusts. So they are going to come like that. As they enter into the earth, they are giving power as scorpions. They stink. Now, when, during the COVID time, I heard some of the people predicting that there is coming a pandemic where the sickness is like you have been stung by a scorpion. And he said, and it shall burn you. And he said, looking for, uh, it's difficult for them to find cure for it. If you know the word of God, when people are talking, you just don't listen. Because the devil is now out and he's just declaring whatever he wants to do. But unfortunately, the believers don't know their Bible. And so you are hearing them news, but you don't know what, is, what they are saying. We are living in Bible prophecy. Go on. They were told not to harm the grass or any green growth or, or any tree, but only to afflict those who did not have the seal of God on their forehead. Can you see that? Because they dwell in the secret place. A thousand will fall and ten thousand and eight. Go on. The, uh -huh. the locusts were given authority to torment them for what? Five months. But not to kill them. I'm telling you. So they won't have cure. They won't have cure. It shall sting you and burn like fire in your body. Yet there is no cure <laughs> for five good months. Their painful torment is like the scorpion sting. Can you see that? Reason why if we say let's go and preach to people, you must have a heart for people. If you know this, you won't be sleeping. Because if we don't tell them, they will go through this. And remember, there are some people who have children. If they are not saved, they put their children 
Because not every, every child is going to heaven. If your parents are not saved, they are not going. They are not holy. First, first Corinthians chapter 7. If your parents are not holy, so there's somebody who doesn't know Christ, until they grow. And we, so sometimes we go and pick children, we bring them to Sunday school. And when they are seven, we speak to them and we, 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 we let them receive Jesus. Because if the parents are not saved, the Bible says that how can their children be holy? And Jesus is coming for his holy people. So not every child will go to heaven. And during that time, people will seek death. But people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. And I told you why. Because death himself is getting ready to die. <laughs> the locusts had the appearance of horses equipped for battle. On their heads were what seemed like golden crowns. And their faces were like human faces. Their hair was long like women's hair. And their teeth like lion's teeth. They, were, they wore breastplates that seemed like iron and their wings made a sound like the noise of horses and chariots rushing into battle. I will explain. Let's read. They had tails and stingers like scorpions with power to injure people. 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 Not an people. To injure people. They have been given the command. Nobody, no scientist. I'm telling you, remember, the sun will go dark. Knowledge shall be taken away. Knowledge shall be taken away. The scientists you believe. During COVID, people believed scientists more than preachers that were talking about prayer. Even after COVID, when we say come to church, they were afraid. But you go to market. Because you think you will catch virus in Who catches? You can't come and catch virus here. If you go to a church and catch virus there, Christ is not there. Nobody goes to church to catch viruses. We go to church to be healed of our sicknesses. So today, some people don't go to church. I went to a barbering shop after. We were five of people in the barbering shop. And all this guy, he made me slow, me slow. And I was thinking, but we are five in this room. You are comfortable sitting here saying you won't go to church. We were all not wearing masks. Yet he was not afraid. Then he was talking and talking and the Holy Ghost exposed him. It was not about the church thing. He hasn't paid offering in a while and he has become used to. No, he said it himself. So I, I, I looked at him and I turned and shook my head. Shook my head. I said, God, what has, he, what has he been taught? That in the midst of affliction, we have peace. We have joy. We have hope of the coming of our Lord. What is it that moves you as a believer? Is it just coming to church and sit down and go home? No. No. He said they will injure people for five months. Five months. The angel of the bottomless pit was king over them. And his name in Hebrew is what? Destruction and in Greek, destroyer. This is but the first war. Remember the eagle said, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the first war. There shall be two more to come. Then the seed angel sounded his trumpet. And I heard a voice. I feel like after talking about this thing, Jesus will come very soon. 
Me, the way I want to go. Master, I want to dodge this hole. Hey, Master, go quiet. Don't come and pull me down. If you are heavy, heavy dummy, you, <laughs> I will dodge you like that. Seven cable. But we are all going. Uh, you know we are all going, right? How many of you know we are all going? Beautiful. All right. If you don't know, it's your own cup of tea. The Bible says two shall lie down. One shall be taken, one shall be left. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet and I heard a voice from the fourth horn of the golden altar before God. Responding to the sixth angel who blew his trumpet, set free the four angels who are confined at the great river Euphrates. Oh, this is Genesis. Oh. So the four angels were released who had been prepared for the right hour, day, month, and year to kill Okay. I heard the number of soldiers and horseback. It was twice 10,000 times 10,000. And in my vision, I saw the horses with riders wearing blessed plates of fire and of sapphire and of sulfur. The horses had lion's head breathing out fire and smoke. All these things have meaning because of time. I can't go into it. Because if I touch one, I'm just going. They killed a, a third of humanity by these three plagues. Now, anytime they want to come along with pandemics, watch the number of people they want to clear off the earth. Do the calculation, you will know. It's always one third. They killed a third of humanity by these three plagues. The fire, the smoke, and the sulfur that came out of their mouth. Go on quickly. For the little power of the horses was in their mouth and their tail. And their tails had snakes, heads, that inflict injuries. Those not killed by these plagues did not repent of their deeds so that they will stop worshipping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, blind and mute idols that have to be carried around. You see, the foolishness will still, they are seeing this, all this pestilence and, and all these happenings, they will still carry gods. They will still carry gods at their back. Wood. Wood. Carry wood on your back. Thank you for listening to this message we believe you have been blessed by it we are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us you will fall in love with our wednesday teaching service christian rayma night at 6 p.m encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on friday at 6 p.m and sit under the reign of heaven in our frenesis service on sunday at 8 a.m Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-Eljedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny-Eljedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-27510080. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed yeah.
name Victory in the name 